0: if I if it took me this long to get here doing it the right way if it take me another 10 years when you finally win and the victory's there and you lift that cigar up and you're like yes we did it if it took 15 years with no goofy I'm good with that
1: it I feel so much better
0: I don't want to win at nine and I had to do some goofy clowns sh- you know what I mean What's going on, Hustlers? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Hustle Lounge podcast starring Graham Hustle and Hustle Gang Chris. What it do, baby? We back. We back. What's good, man? You, Hey, man, listen, you been all right, though? Mental health check. You good?
1: Yeah, no, I
0: can't complain. That's what's up. Got to look at each feeling? other. Hey, man, I ain't richer than I ever been. Shout out to my family. Shout out to my friends. They showed me a lot of love even throughout the entire tenure of this pregnancy. But, uh, nah, that's <laughs> love, man. You know, baby shot was a crazy success. Um, I couldn't imagine that in my wildest dreams. like everything I thought it would be it happened from people that showed up from all over. Even the ones who couldn't make it, they called and still show love. And like I tell, like I said, that when I was there, it's not about the gifts. Um, it's, it's definitely not. I mean, it is appreciated. Don't get me wrong. I should not need any swings or anything forever. Like, <laughs> but it's really about them coming and showing the love, um, having a couple of drinks, eating good food. You know, we're gonna laugh and, and, and crack jokes the entire time. I ain't laugh so much, man. Like. You feel me? But yeah, that's that's what's up though, for real, for real. So, Richard and I have a bed. I ain't talking money. If you think I'm talking money, please keep listening, but just make sure you get the money part out your head. I need a lot more money. <laughs> but listen, <laughs> let's get it cracking, man. We've been back and forth, back and forth, trying to figure out what we wanted to talk about and how we was going to go about it and just kind of run back what we was talking about when we was not recording, what we wasn't live.
1: Yeah, so me and G was stuck on what we was gonna talk about. It was a message that we wanted to get out. Uh it just wasn't coming out right. So basically, you know, I I just spit to him, you know, we wanna we, we talked about the nine to five. And I know, you know, as far as G said, he's been in his nine to five longer than I've been in mine, right? We in the same career field or whatever. But what's important is that he said he maximized where he could be right now with his job, right? But we didn't really get into details on how he got there. And everybody thinks that all the success is easy. Everybody wants to say this, that, and the third. They think somebody about, knocked at my door and gave it to me. Yeah. And, it's, and every time that somebody actually does something successful, it's always somebody that's going to have something to say. And it's usually it's usually one of the people that you know.
0: Man, listen. It, hold on, hold on. I got to drop you a ball. <laughs> Go ahead, foolie. You snap it right now. Keep going.
1: Yeah. So, you know, from the outside looking in, I, I saw the work that you put in, man. And I'm gonna give you flowers right here. And it's just time for the world to hear. Hey, man. What the sacrifice actually consists of? The joke.
0: Man, don't. I mean, um, I feel like you gave me this grand introduction because you be you on the low. Uh, you, you,
1: huh? <laughs> you gotta you gotta follow up to this, man, because I'm spitting right now. <laughs> but for for, everybody out here, they got goals. They want to set these standards for yourself. Uh, if you're not willing to put in the work, you just need to be average. We was talking before. Average. Um, That's Graham said. If you want to be average, then you don't want to be talked about. You don't want to be judged. You don't want to be criticized. You don't want to be ridiculed. <laughs> you don't want to be remembered.
0: That's a fact. You said, you, it, just, you said it back. You said if you don't want to be average. But if you want to be average, you don't want to be. Yeah. yeah talk you don't want
1: it. to be those things.
0: Yeah. You don't want sure. to be great. Um, being great. it, it Winning it comes at a cost. Um, Winning comes at a cost. It really depends on what you want to do, though. And, and I think it kind of runs. Like you said, it comes with the don't quit your nine to five and one. hey you know, he gave me a lot of flowers at the start, you know, I don't like that much pressure. Uh Hustle Gang is definitely one of the hardest young workers I know. Um with the exception of uh his mechanic skills, I would say that <laughs> <laughs> I would say that his work ethic is, is 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 uh similar to the one that I have, and that's no disrespect to him, but you know, if you listen and you know Big Graham and work ethic like out of this world Craig like Cuz ain't play around And I do appreciate him For that I wish he would've Backed off a little bit So I could remember At least when I was 12 uh, <laughs> But all I know Is work And it bleeds off Into this My, my life now and, and that's where We at the day With the sacrifice So and then We and Chris Talking earlier I was like yo There's such a Misleading statement That people make You gotta give a little To get a little Or give a little To get You gotta give a little To get a lot What'd they say
1: Yeah, yeah What's you that lie They right. tell
0: You got to give a little (laughs) to get a little. That's a lie, man. You got to give a lot to get a little. little. Yes. You got to. a little
1: glimpse, as it says.
0: You got to give a lot to get a little. And people don't really understand the sacrifice. And, and, And man, you had said something that I didn't even think about when you first started, when you was like, when you do make it, when you do put in that work, when you do put in that grind everybody try to discredit you. Uh, they try to discredit your body of work.
1: Oh, it, it wasn't that hard. Uh, he must've, he must've had help from somebody. Facts. Somebody put him on
0: facts. Um, I
1: could've did that. That's the favorite one. I could've did it. I just, you know, I wasn't rocking with it like that,
0: <laughs> man. I didn't heard. Well, if we talking air force. I done heard. Uh, I was uncle Tom. I was a, uh, butt kisser. Um, and I had said something a while ago. I think you remember, too, when I was like, what was crazy was the people that I were defending and the people I was keeping it real just because who I was were talking bad about me. And I was in the room trying to defend them against the people who were talking bad about them.
1: But yep, they, <laughs> I heard that. story.
0: But they were going around saying how Graham is this and Graham is that. But they didn't know that behind those closed doors. I was like, yo, bro, ain't that bad. He just misunderstood. The thing is, when you're doing it for real and you just really who you are as a person and your your heart is right and your character is good, it doesn't even phase you. It doesn't even phase you. And and yeah, let's just dig into the sacrifice, man. One, let's get it. Man, That was just so touching when you said that, like the people closest to you are people who think they know you are the ones who discredit your work. I remember when I came in and started making moves in the Air Force and doing things. And at that time, I was dead broke. I was faking it till I make it. I was spending my last on some Prada shoes or something like that. So I'm like, I broke as hell, but I looked it good. And it was just like, I would come home and it was disheartening for people. to Oh, he's only doing that. Cause his daddy had money. His daddy did that for him. His daddy did. And, and no, and I ain't ashamed that my daddy got, you know, money, but what you got to add. He ain't it,
1: giving that to you,
0: man. It, <laughs> bro, he was, I tell you, he was the bro off of uh, everybody hates Chris. And granted, yes, he did. He was, you know, when I was growing up, it was a true middle class. It's not a middle class anymore. It's either poverty or rich. It's not really a a true middle class. Like the military, in a sense, makes up the only middle class that exists in America. If you look at the numbers, there's really not a middle class anymore. And we were just a middle class family. We didn't have nothing special. Hell, if we had everything that people thought we had, I wouldn't be in the Air Force. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't know you because I'd be running whatever business that they, whatever, so if it was that good I wouldn't have left So let's let's get that straight But I've never One thing about me Like I always tell you um, What they say A bee doesn't try to explain to a fly That honey ain't That honey tastes better than shit Whatever it is. Yeah. I, I never took the effort I never cared to go on social media And say All this I built by myself Like who cares But If you really know I I did like this is I I put in this work to get here like I did. Um, Now, I took the skills that I was taught as a child from my father when it comes to hard work. Nobody cares. Be responsible. Handle your business. I took those skills that he instilled in me, which he should have as my father. But yes, I did have rims on my car in high school. But just like how life goes, everybody forget to tell you the days that I was in 120 degree weather pouring concrete.
1: Oh, they don't want to hear about that.
0: (laughs) They don't want to talk about the summer vacations when I didn't have a license and I was driving a dump truck from Lake City to Florence with a damn uh, bed full of rocks to go make loads and deliveries like I was a grown man just because I was big enough to do it. Hey, I'm already done with it now, so ain't nobody can run no charges back. (laughs) But nobody want to talk about that when my dad said, yo, I can't, I'm tired. I got to get my rest. And your granddad don't feel like driving take the dump truck, pick the load up, come straight back. I ain't had no license, bro. The dump truck was just automatic, so I was able to do it. So nobody's seen that side of it. And everybody wants to run their mouth. And I'm cool with that. I'm perfectly fine with it. I don't care what anyone thinks of me. I truly, once you get to that level, and that's another level of greatness. Hold on, let me drop a bottle. Another level of greatness is being okay with who you are. I cannot make everybody like me. And I'm not going to explain my story to everybody. I only speak on certain things for inspirational and motivational purposes to let someone know that you look like me. I look like you. You could do this, too. Yeah, I don't need to brag or boast because you know why I've been at the top in my own world. I've been at the top. I've been one hundred thousand there at twenty three, twenty four. And that shit got taken right away. And now I'm a regular cat again. I'm average. I can't do nothing. (laughs) I had the club nights I had all that I know what it feel like To lose it all And get it back But the thing about it is At 14, 15 When Ron was instilling That work ethic in me It showed me that I, I was always A cough Or a night Or a month Or a couple days Or a couple weeks away From getting back To where I was at That's why I never Falling off I ain't never been scared To fall off I know the comeback Gonna be even stronger Um, And that's when it comes To sacrifices I think that's the name Of the show right I yeah, was gonna say sacrifices, sure. unapologetic. I, I'm both all of that. And, and what was crazy after I dropped the don't 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 uh quit your nine to five, I had posted the joint that I had seen that uh, don't
1: be don't be unapologetic for your successes. Yeah,
0: be unapologetic about being success about your success and being wealthy because ultimately that's the goal. Everybody wants to achieve where you're at, but they don't want to put in the work to get there. Everybody wants to live a certain way, Chris. Everybody wants the big house. Everybody wants the big cars. Everybody wants to not worry about the bills. But it is easier for them to sit on social media and sit in their own little box in their small world with their small bank accounts and their small minds and try to discredit someone who's done it. When if they shut the hell up and get out of their own way, they probably could learn something. You can learn something from me. I could tell you how to cut them hundred hours a week into 50. I could tell you how to, instead of going to Dallas to blow all that money, how to put something up. I ain't put nothing up when I was on that run. I mean, I was on a four-year run, bro. And all my trappers are going to feel me when I say that run part. I was on a four-year run, bro. You couldn't tell me nothing. And I was young, bro. I, ain't, I was young. Like, I'm still, I'm still young. You know what I mean? I know you tried to play me early with that little comment about 40, but uh, <laughs> I was on a hell of a run. I'm talking 20 We'll go twenty two to twenty five, twenty six. I was on a run, like marathon.
1: And, and when you say marathon, you you saying you was kicking it, right. or you was working hard, you sacrificing all your time and effort into your main goal. What this run consist of?
0: So I ain't really had no goals back then. I just wanted a lot of money, and I just wanted a lot of do whatever I wanted to do, whenever I wanted to do it, with no purpose. And obviously, when you do things with no purpose or no real goal, it was like a hole mm. was in my pocket. Um, but I was working a lot. I was working a lot. I was doing HVAC on the side, and, and this is where I tell you about the sacrifice part. I knew that my senior airman check was about whew, roughly we'll go twenty five hundred dollars a month. I think that was fair. Would you get like y'all get a lot now? You get a lot now, y'all. y'all yeah, you
1: don't want to know. <laughs>
0: I would say, I would, yeah, I would say I was getting like 15 it Let's just go fifteen hundred dollars a check. Let's go fourteen. That's what exactly what it was. Fourteen. I was getting fourteen hundred dollars a check, so twenty eight hundred dollars a month. Um, uh, and it was cool, but I my lifestyle was crazy. Like I was, you know, I was young, party. I just came from Japan. Japan, we was getting paid extra, so we didn't do nothing but party over there. You feel me? Life was a party, but here I got rent. I had rent. I had a car, no car knows, but I had a car. The old school, you know. Anyway, long story short. It was nothing to do in New Mexico. I said, I gotta make some money. I gotta do something. I started get. I started itching. Um, started doing HVAC on the side. I was getting 40 to 50 hours on my side job. So everybody thinks that sounds great. I work two jobs. Most people work two jobs and don't even combine fifty hours in those two jobs. I was eighty hours plus per week. Eighty hours plus per week with a manual labor job, a trade. I'm not sitting at a desk.
1: You getting your you get your ass whooped.
0: New Mexico, about 110 dry heat, like a sauna. I was climbing through attics installing air conditioning heat. Um, not air conditioning. Well, I would work in new houses, new construction. So they were like stick buildings in the, in the new development. And I was putting in all events and duct work. But when I did that, I started getting that money. And shout out to Al Mazzolini, man. AJ Mazzolini. I owe that dude a lot, man. I'm... I'm, uh, he ain't going to listen, but
1: <laughs> I'm going to
0: give him his flowers when I can. I talked to him a couple months ago, man. And this is another thing, too, and I don't want to even dig into this, but the culture always say that the white man is holding us back. Um, This and that and the third. I'll tell you what. The black man sometimes is holding us back.
1: We're holding ourselves back.
0: That, too. But when I was trying to do HVAC on the side and I went to the black companies, they wouldn't hire me. I ain't never Say tell it it. again When I was in Trying to do HVAC on the side Cause it was nothing to do in New Mexico But work it, You gotta drive to Dallas To hit the club Um They wouldn't hire me though And then they hired me To try to crumb me But this old white man if, Huh I'm listening Oh but the white man And I, I Al Mazzolini Hey Grammy I'll teach you I'll show you I'll pay you Just I need help Like alright bet now, I can tell you what, Ron Graham and Al Mazzolini, I don't know what kind of, <laughs> them cats is different when they come to work, bro. Al was, a, uh, I won't say a slave driver because that's not politically correct saying I'm a black guy working for a white man, but <laughs> <laughs> Al was a beast. But Al ain't never knew who Ron Graham was, the real Ron Graham, not me, not this version of Ron Graham.
1: The real one.
0: And he did the same thing I do. And I do this and I don't think you ever realize whenever you try to when we live, you know, close to each other, we wanted to work out together and you wanted to uh, work out. I would pick the craziest workout ever because I wanted you to quit. I wanted you to quit on me early and not later. I wanted by Wednesday for you to say my arms hurt, man. I can't lift. Yeah. So I had that same mindset when it came to working with him that man, the dude had me working crazy, but I was grinding, grinding, grinding. He paid me so well I didn't even know what I was doing And he was giving me $30 an hour
1: Just off the strength of you showing up Just
0: off me showing up Because everybody else quitted on him um, And we kept going from there man and, and Built a relationship And it got to the point where he asked me one thing He said look Graham You got a lot of talent You got a lot of work in you. you can be a worker forever Or you can own your own HVAC company and be a boss I said what do you mean He said you want to be a boss I said yeah I don't want to work forever Like this ain't me bro Like I wanted to relax He said alright Well I'll teach you everything About the HVAC business I said huh You know And you should charge somebody for that If you go on Instagram right now And say how to start HVAC business Somebody got a seminar
1: $400
0: But you know what he did And this is what I say will separate And you know what I'm gonna give my own self My damn flowers This is what separates me From everybody else I said yeah I want to be great I don't want to be just a worker I don't want to just be Uh, 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 um, A laborer He said all right Well I'll teach you everything you need to know How to run the HVAC business Grammy It's like summer 2013 And I begged to finally get with him You know what I mean He said after we finish all the work that we do every night And on the weekends For an hour after that I will teach you something about the business (laughs) So I go to the air. Let me tell you the timeline. I go to the air force from seven to four. Right. I go from four to five is like my time to change clothes and get in the van. (laughs) So New Mexico is small. So like you literally could. I live like right here. i live like right there. So it was nothing for me. It was a five minute ride. I could walk to his house to get to the van if I didn't drive. I will work with him from five to nine. When we finished up the last call and we pulled back in his yard for 45 minutes to an hour, we would sit in his van. He would explain everything as far as ordering the parts, insurance, what to expect, how does he make payments, how does he get his equipment, what day he get his deliveries on. So in my brain right now, bro, I probably could run an HVAC business. And I did that for two, three, four years on a Saturday. I'm dog tired. bro. I just climbed through 10 attics. <laughs> I don't want to do nothing but go home and shower and he would just break down everything about the business. And I just say all that to say is that his way of giving me the game for free quote unquote was to not talk to me about it to after the work was completed because he knew if he would have gave me that information without me putting in work, I would either start my own business and fail or I would just quit on him. And I think that was so important. And I just hadn't really thought about it just now as we're talking about it. But am I still on track? Would you
1: consider so that a what? sacrifice? Um, the sacrifice was working that many hours even though you had a substantial amount of income to stay keep your head above water. Yeah, but that wasn't That's no money. Right. was no, no, the money you was making in the Mexico was no money?
0: The Air Force money wasn't no money.
1: The Air Force money wasn't any money for you. <laughs> But how many average how many of those airmen had another job?
0: None. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So you set the standard, you set the bar high for yourself. And then and th- that's the that's the message we're trying to get to the viewers is they see this house now or they see they see the truck on the rims now. Chill out. Or they see the old school, right? Hold on, bro. Chill out. I don't know about that. Chill out. But but but, <laughs> but they don't they don't know about the two jobs in New Mexico, right? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? They don't know that that you got both of your degrees while working full time job, right? I did. They don't know they didn't know that you was studying for the for the promotion five hours a day, took two or three weeks off to straight study. They don't know about that. Yeah, and so, you,
0: you did bring that up About the Air Force part And I don't want to get people confused But for the Air Force We test for rank Or oh, we used to test for rank You take a 100 question test On the Air Force 100 question test On whatever you do in the Air Force Um, And you have to back that up With your records And people like to slack off, right? So you got people Who will study hard And be poopy at their job Or you got people Who are great at their job Who won't study So I ask myself How bad do I want it? And I I, I ain't gonna lie to you man I feel a lot of people telling me what I can't do And I'm learning that now because I've already Achieved that status I'm finally getting the respect that I deserve I don't know how to react bro I kind of lost my hunger for a little while Because I'm so used to someone telling me You can't do it You ain't gonna do it Oh with that shaving waiver And the way you walk You're not gonna make it in my Air Force (laughs) Yeah And (laughs) I caught them before they retired <laughs> But I used to get fueled Off of that because that turned me up Turned me up a little bit you know what I'm saying that turned me up uh, But it, I mean you got to think bro Alright let's look at everything because we got a couple Of minutes I, I I think I'm about to really hit What I was trying to hit earlier is Everything I've done I put in the work To get there um, When I tested for E5 the first Time I didn't put in no work I missed about three points can't be mad at the Results that you get from the work you didn't put in and that's what really pissed me off. As a supervisor, mentor, and everybody, oh, man, I'm so upset. Bro, you didn't study nothing. What you mad about? You
1: mad that luck didn't, wasn't on your side, bro? You made no sacrifices.
0: Um, the second time around, I studied hard. I went crazy. I said, yo, I and after you get that win, yo, after you put in that work and get that win, you're going to realize that you can achieve anything you want if you put in the work. And I just kind of went up from there. E6 come up, I used to tell people I used to walk around laughing, I'm going to get that joint first time Tech is the hardest Rank to make, you're not going to make Tech first time, some people don't make it to the third time Okay Well let me show you buddy Um, (laughs) And at that time They changed the promotion rates or the promotion standards How they do with their performance reports Either way, I studied that game too I studied that game too So I said I could be the best at my job Get the maximum points from that And outstudy everybody I did that, so I work so hard at everything that I do. Is that when I win, I'm not even impressed by the win anymore. I post the win. I've done my if homework. If you
1: put in that much work, you, you deserve to win.
0: When it came to the houses in Ohio, before I bought that joint, when I talked about in house buying, I had done so much homework that when I caught that big check, I was expecting it, and it still felt good now to see it. But I expected it, and, and then when I tested for E7. I went crazy on that test you remember I had a meltdown I had like a, a real live meltdown Cause I knew I Worked harder than anybody else to get it And you I knew you put that Work in <laughs> too much work And I was so angry like I think it was more so And I'll never do it for the haters But I felt like I let, I let the haters win Like I was calling little homies Like yo I let you down bro I told you I was Gonna come in recruiting and get this joint first time And I ain't do it I let you down and they gave me the affirmations like you still the goat, you still way ahead of your time. And I'm like, yeah, but I, it wasn't where I need to be. And uh shout that's
1: out. that pressure, that's that pressure we put on ourselves to be great.
0: But I love it. I love it. You know what? I wouldn't take that back for the world, Chris. You know how much character was built in that moment on that drive to Tennessee when the commander called me. And I had to pull over at the rest area. I couldn't control my emotions, and you know I ain't really like that. I'm at the rest area like having a serious mental meltdown can't believe this shit like because
1: you like ain't no way i worked this hard i counted it came up short
0: i counted the test before i got out the room i knew i had 80 i'm right and i'm okay with losing no i'm not <laughs> i'm lying i ain't okay with losing i'm okay with not i don't lose i get a lesson from it i mastered the l i mastered the L. I lessons i don't lose i get a lesson um I'm okay if I don't make it over the hump If I know I put in my maximum effort But, but something didn't feel right about that test Because I knew I put in maximum effort I know the game i studied the game I've been a student of the game There is no reason why my name shouldn't have been on that list And I'm going to tell you something right now And it was people who was very close to me Who said they were in my corner And when I tried to explain to them that My test got fucked up Something wasn't right Yeah, hey, Niggas is acting like I was delirious bro People that I've lost respect for him now because that showed me that you never was for me.
1: You never believed him.
0: You never believed him. You thought you was just riding the wave because I was hot, and I appreciate that moment. I wouldn't take that back for the world. Shout out to my doll Vance. I wasn't even gonna check my test scores because I was like, "Yo, I failed." Ain't no need of looking. And I tech. And, and long story short, I checked. Something went wrong, glitch in the system. Something wasn't counted. A couple months later, or well, not a couple months, but. From June to October, I finally got my just due. But in between that time, so many people showed their true colors, Chris. And I can tell you that's one thing about life: when when old heads tell you keep living, you're gonna see things that everybody can tell just, you that. You feel me? Everybody just, gonna tell you just, that, that it's gonna happen. Shared that
1: on Facebook, man.
0: Yeah, everybody gonna tell you that it's gonna happen. But you have to see it. And I seen these people who I had mad respect for, mad love for, and I felt the love was reciprocated. And they were basically in my face telling me it was cool. I got plenty of time, but then they would go to somebody else like, yeah, the Graham tripping. He, he probably ain't even studied. Like, they was, you know what I mean? And it was like, wow, bro, it, it that stung a little bit. You feel me? But anyway, I put in the work for that. And then let's let's look at what we're doing right now. We're on podcast. We're doing live episodes on Facebook. I knew that not going, not really, not, not, <laughs> this was something like my calling, speaking, talking. So what did I do, Chris? every chance I got in the Air Force to do a speaking engagement where I'm talking in front of people and I'm talking about a topic that I'm not even passionate about, I worked took advantage at it. It. I took advantage of it. I'm signing up for every MC. I'm signing up for everything. And the, when I, I knew I was strong when I had to do my boy a memorial service. But anyway, I was like, yo, I want to practice because I feel like I'm going to be at a point where I'm going to be speaking in front of people
1: on a regular. And I'm going to need this practice.
0: I'm going to need this practice. So, when, and, and shout out to The listeners who said I was an exceptional public speaker I appreciate it Put a lot of work in I took those opportunities To get in front of people Who probably If I was talking about What I'm talking about right now They wouldn't listen But I was getting in front of people And speaking on stuff That I wasn't passionate about And I perfected it So now when I do get on the mic Now when you do put me Speaking
1: about something You're passionate about
0: It's over It's like sitting at the crib Under the porch Or sitting downstairs In the hustle lounge (laughs) Get it? Hustle lounge My dad joke (laughs) (laughs) And I did the same thing when it came to uh recruiting when I first started and doing sales. Bro, when I first started recruiting, I would talk to everybody from back home in Florence that I know I couldn't put in the Air Force because obviously the distance. And I would practice my recruiting on them. They would get on the phone, I'm like, Hey, so and I would just go through my sales, go through my sales, go through my sales. That's how I got my sister in law to join. She just called me on one of them days and I was going through a sale, and look at her now. Hut two, three, four, hut. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, but I'm just And I just say all to say That's what it takes man That's what it takes to grind When people were sleep And people thought They was just gonna wake up And come into recruiting And be the best area Be the best ever I, I wasn't
1: I for a rude awakening
0: Yeah But you know I had already tried it With 10-12 people bro Every time I would go somewhere I was that guy who He gonna try to recruit you but I always was practicing on my craft. I was always mastering my craft. I was always working on it, working on it, working on it, working on it. I sold everything growing up with, you know, dad and all that. So now I got to sell something to somebody. And it, it got to the point where I was that guy like he's going to try to sell you something. So when I finally got in front of someone who really wanted to join the Air Force that I didn't know, and it was a true, true conversation, it was easy. I had already did the work. I had prepared for almost months. You know, I prepared for months to talk to that one, one real person. It's the same in basketball or like something like that. I remember Chauncey Billups. He's got his move at the top of the key where he, uh, stutter steps, jab step, take one dribble, pull up. He said, he practiced that shot 2000 times to hit it one time in one game. When it comes to sales, I practiced a hundred sales. So when I finally made my first sale, far as in recruiting, it was second nature to me. It was like talking on the phone to my partner. I spoke at 20, 30 events, 10, 20 venues, promotion ceremonies, award ceremonies, retirements. MCs like people was calling me by name because I was such a great speaker, but only did it little did they know I was really perfecting my craft to talk about something that I was passionate about. Like we're doing today Like we're doing today And I'm telling you That's what that's what the work Come in at though So when I do get on this platform Facebook lives Turn into sold out arenas So when I get in front Of that arena And I'm laughing I'm joking I'm swinging and swinging And I'm having a good time Just know I prepared 10 years for that moment 10 years 10 years for that moment I've been putting in that work To not Cough it up When I'm in front of everybody
1: uh, and Most people can't even Sacrifice for a week
0: Man listen You got some grown people right now Who cannot not miss power So they can study on how to do something That's going to make them some money You got people right now Who will not sacrifice Putting down a binge Netflix series To learn a new craft Or a new side job But they'll be the same ones Who want me To not be proud of
1: my success Or the same ones Who who tell you they ain't got the time to do it
0: Nobody got the time You got to make the time bro And you, we said something yesterday On the podcast on a uh, soulful Sunday yeah. You know what, it's a lot of time in the day I'm very unorganized I woke up at 6 this morning And I got everything done by 10.30 That I normally put off Only thing I haven't done today was play the video game And I'm a little upset
1: about that Me too <laughs> You know I wanted to get me I need an hour I need an hour to do 2K But I, you know what but We made the sacrifice Because we knew we had to get some stuff done
0: Man, it's, it's a little at past midnight and uh, I still got about an hour left in me, man. I'm going to get this game in. But, yeah, uh, that's just what it takes, man. I mean, I, you need to go through those tough times. And that's when I say don't skip steps. Don't run from adversity. Run through it. This concludes another episode of the Hustle Lounge Podcast. We'll catch you next time.